What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Amir And this is also Amir And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple Enjoy! Do you? Because I do I'm recording. Oh no, don't. Start again. Well, well. Little bitch. I actually didn't know you were recording then. It's what I do. I record things when people don't know. Oh God, that sounds so creepy. Yeah, that sounds very (laughs) creepy indeed. I should hope you don't record things when people don't know. No, I don't do anything like that. No, this isn't a Korean hotel. This is... A wonderful oh my God, you're gonna relationship. Get <laughs> you, are just, get, you are just ready to be cancelled. Why would I get cancelled for saying that? I don't know. Somehow, somewhere in the world. I someone... am raising awareness. I'll <laughs> raising, have you know. Raising awareness. I'm raising awareness against dodgy Korean hotels. Have you heard how bad it is there? No. The... I try not to get involved with a lot of things that happen in the world, to, uh, you know, because it's just too much sometimes and overwhelming. Okay. <laughs> you're okay. It is though, isn't it? The world's overwhelming, so I'm like, ah, I will switch in and off when I want to. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you just have to go into the comment section sometimes. And not sometimes. All the, like, if I, watch, if I watch a video, I have a certain opinion which I don't care to share with anyone. But when I go into the comments, there's always two opinions. It's either for or against, pretty much. And you know full well that people are in the comment section arguing. And I'm like... How do you have the time? Where are you getting the time to put your opinions out there and for other people to hear and listen? Like, who cares? Mm, people are easy to find the time for them. Yeah, and some people won't even probably watch even the full videos. <laughs> They'll just oh, see the click really? of the title and comment. Oh, gosh. While you're watching a video, people will just be commenting shit. You know, you see, even see it, on, you see, you'll see it on social media where people will read a headline and then comment on it. Don't you without think, reading the article. Don't you think these days everything is just love-hate? Either you love something or you hate something. There's very m- few people who are in, in between or there's very few, few people who are willing to meet you halfway. Genuinely? Honestly? Yeah. Because, yes and no. Because I really don't know the answer to that because I don't really pay attention to all of it. <laughs> A lot more and more, like, are people love and hate? Are they in the middle? Are they not? I don't know. I just post my stuff and go. (laughs) 
most of the time. I'm not talking social media. I'm talking in general. I'm just talking generally in uh, uh, in terms of society. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like society is very much heading towards, particularly after the Trump administration, it's very much either you're for what I say mm. or you're against. Okay, it's very and, split. Uh, yeah, it's very divided and there's no in-between. Mm. I'm not willing to meet you halfway. Like if you're a liberal and you're a Democrat, yeah, you know, it could be a universal issue such as putting a new water pipeline in. Yeah. You know, that's fairly middle ground as far as providing people with clean water is concerned. But because the liberal came up with it, the Republicans going to be against it. And it shouldn't the re- be middle ground. Yeah, it should. Ju- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's very, very difficult to meet midway with people mm. these days, and uh, that and that's obviously politics. But I'm talking in in real life as well. There's there's very little middle ground I tend to find. Oh, okay. That's really interesting you say that because I I find that you know even in work scenarios, calls, things like that, people just want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> And for me, I'm like, but this isn't a fight. Yeah. And when you don't give them it, they carry on mm-hmm. and they carry on and they carry on. Most of the time, I'm really happy now to just be like, yeah, okay, everything. I'm wrong in everything. You're mm-hmm. completely right. And just let everything keep being fucked up. Because, see, you, see because, you and I are having to do that for our peace of mind. Yeah. But that does the person a disservice. Yeah, I know it does. Because but there's only continue, so much you can batter they, against they the wall. They continue to live in their delusion. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's that. I know. I say sometimes <laughs> I I'm fine with that, and sometimes maybe sometimes I'm not, and I don't know. Maybe it's something I need to work on. Before I would, you know, fight it to the death. Oh no, self-preservation is but, key. But now I'm like, eh, it's not worth it. You know, it it really isn't. There's so much stuff out there that is just not. And maybe I'm going off the point. It's just not worth fighting anymore. You know. No. You know, like even when it comes to like music and artists and morality of some artists out there, it's not worth fighting because people are going to continue still supporting people without morals. Yeah. And people are still going to be doing stuff. And it's like, oh, well, what's the point of fighting the good fight of this when it's pointless? Because guess what? Not many people have a moral compass. That's a really hard lesson to learn. Mm. It's a really, really hard lesson to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Morality of artists. Why, who are these immoral artists? Oh, I'm not going to get into it. I, I, Why I, I do you hate Beyonce so Oh, much? don't <laughs> even come for the queen mother of the house, honey. Uh, Speaking about I, Beyonce. Before we go into Beyonce, can I just say, there was this one time. Oh, it was I, when I did a brunch that was Beyonce themed. Um, everybody was talking and I was getting annoyed. So I just stopped. Uh, this was when I started the show. Everyone was just talking. And I was like, I need to get their attention, but they're not listening. So I just went, I hate Beyonce (laughs) on the microphone. And everyone just dropped quiet. And they were like, oh. And I went, now that I've got your attention. There (laughs) we go. So to any queen listening, if you ever need to get people's attention, just say, I hate Beyonce. That's really clever. Or ABBA, depending on which part of the country. ABBA. Sorry. Depending on which part. You stopped over my line. I was going to say, yeah. Or say, I hate ABBA. Depending on what part of the country you're in, honestly, because you could be performing in Skegness, and you know, I'm sure there are massive ABBA fans there. Girls, or Blackpool, stop it, stop it, just end. Speaking of the Queen, yes. Speaking of the Queen, we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah, do you know what? Little catch up actually, because I feel like it's been so long. 
It has. It I've ha- missed us recording. It has been so long. And now we are um, concert ticket owners in that time. To two amazing concerts this year. We are multiple concert ticket holders. We and I'm are. not just talking about the cabarets and shows that Lady Bushra does. No. No. We're talking actual <laughs> actual artists. Yeah, we are. <laughs> not just a man in a wig. We are talking about actual artists. Now, can we talk about the first one that we bought tickets for this year? Yeah, she's Madame X. So. She's frozen. Since I've known my darling husband, he's always said... I need to see Madonna. I've always been hung up on that, yes. Oh God, shut up. I need to see Madonna. Even when we used to go nights out, that was the one... Do you know how he just tore me off? Uh, you interrupt, blah, 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 blah. Do you know why I do it? Because I know he's going to do it to me all the way through the episode. Listen, if I could be vulnerable and make a confession on this <laughs> dance floor right now. <laughs> yes, go on. Oh, my God. So smacking. <laughs> this is what I've got to live with. Give it to me. <laughs> After this podcast is over... You go back in your fucking drag room <laughs> and you do what you need to do. And I don't want to see you till bedtime. <laughs> That's pretty much how every day I goes. I do not want to see says. you. Okay. Anywho. Am I okay to speak? Is it a safe space? Listen, speak now and die another day. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to help you anymore in your life. Okay, I'm going to show up now. Okay, go on. I know, I'm done. You talk now. I'm actually done. Are you actually done? No. <laughs> Anywho, um, you've always wanted, I, I love Madonna anyway, but you, you, like, you're like, this is one of the artists I need to see in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, and I always said, I would love to see her on a Greatest Hits tour. Mm. And we are going to see Madonna in Berlin. On her Greatest Hits tour, yes. With Bob the motherfucking drag queen as a support act. Talk about the Matrix glitching. Right. How do you feel about seeing Madonna and how do you feel about Bob supporting? Correct decisions were made all around. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've heard that uh, Bob gets along well with Madonna. Yep. I think there was a project that Bob, uh, Madonna wanted Bob to work on. And Bob uh, hosted then, it or something. Yeah, well, Bob was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then I think Madonna actually rang him and was like, no, 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 I actually really like you, which is really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, I've been a, fa- a fan of Bob the drag queen since day one i've been a huge bob the drag queen fan and you've been you're an even bigger bob i the drag love queen. bob so much and uh, i think we saw them at battle of the seasons with fifi o'hara and ginger Minj. yeah it was fantastic and a few others it was just so funny i i, I love bob i love bob's um podcast i love bob's drag i love bob's comedy can i be vulnerable? i love everything they stand for are you interrupting me again i love bob's music as well i, I love everything that bob does mm. literally and the fact that I, I don't feel like we just see madonna i feel like we're seeing bob as well like i'm really looking forward to seeing what bob's gonna put on but we are seeing Madonna. Now, what do you want to see? What songs are you dying to see? Well, from Bob, I just want the usual. No, from Madonna. The usual fast and nasty. I want purse first. Stop it. I want you got the wrong bitch. I think we can get some new stuff, though. He's got an EP coming soon. I mean, oh they've got an EP dear. coming soon. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's one greatest hits. Fast and nasty. Oh, from Madonna. Um, I She's not going to do it, but I would live if she did give it to me. I know, that's your funny of faves. But, you know, I love all, all sorts of her songs, but I love the ones that are... that She's done on tour before, but they're not, like, her mainstay. Like, I love Isak. Yeah. Such a beautiful song. Um, I don't know. I, anything she does, I'll live. For, right? Do you know what I mean? I think the only one... If she doesn't do Like a Virgin, I wouldn't be mad. 
but she's obviously going to do like a virgin. Gow. It's not. It's not that I hate the song at all. It's not that at she all. She has a lot of songs to pick from. Yeah, and that one's just predictable. Do you know what I mean? It's like, of course you're going to do that. I want to be gagged. I so let's get rid do... of every predictable song. I Papa, want... don't preach. Go. I want B side. Hung up. Go. I, I want yeah. music. Go. <laughs> Frozen. Go. No, I think I would love um, hung up. You're a mess. Oh yeah, today I am. Like he's just chatting shit. I really am. I'm I'm fully opinionated today for no reason whatsoever. I yeah. And I'm, you know what happened? We'll, spi- we'll switch. We'll switch this off, and he'll be like, oh, "I disagree with everything I just said." Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to start a fire, a bit of drama. No, I don't do it intentionally. It's just. The but you are. Cause you're aware that you're doing it. It's just the crap that comes out of my mouth. Mm. But no, actually, I stand by what I said. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if she doesn't do like a virgin. Do you know what's really funny? She'll do it and he'll be crying. Of course. <laughs> I'll be there in my wedding dress going, me too. <laughs> like a virgin. Oh my God, are we going to do Madonna looks? Yeah, I'm going to roll around <laughs> on the floor. Okay. I said Madonna looks. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah. I'm gonna era. Carry, I'm going to carry a boombox. I'm not going to let you into the venue. I think it should be a mishmash. Like, what if I wore a kimono? A leotard. And then a leotard underneath, blonde Farrah Fawcett wig. Cowboy and a boombox and a cowboy hat. Yeah, there you go. Okay, work. Do you I, remember I'm, I'm going to go for leather daddy <laughs> situation. Did Madonna do leather daddy? Oh, hard candy. Well, it's, we're in Berlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're not following the protocol. Listen, there'll be something out there that Madonna's done, okay? Yeah, do you remember when she wore a kimono? Me neither. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, remember when everyone in season eight wore a kimono? <laughs> Madonna's from where? Literally everyone came out. Kimona after Kimona, Kimona. I remember Bob coming out. I was like, well, at least I've done something different. Girl, that was uh, an opportunity missed. I mean, it wasn't necessarily their fault. It's just what they packed. But Yeah, but I mean, I would have brought a backup for Madonna. No, but why did nobody do Confessions on the Dance Floor? Was it because it was too predictable? Pink leotard, hair, Did So many people were like... I'm going to oh, do kimono. Gonna do that. It's going to be so different and unique. Girl, wow. Unique? Speaking of unique. Before you get into that, do we remember when Madonna wore a sari and did the namaste pose? So I guess you're going to yeah, recreate maybe. that. I, well, that's the thing. Why did nobody do that? <sighs> why did nobody do that? Why did no? Why haven't we seen a single drag queen in a sari yet? And I don't care for the color of <sighs> your skin. Just put on a fucking sari. If the Pussycat Dolls can do it, if Madonna can do it, if Kim Kardashian can do it, and she did it very well, might I add, then why can't you? Do you know tonight? Mm. On social media, she posted a picture find of a Bushra and a sari yeah. and Madonna and did a, who did who did it better? Who did it better? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do, let's you do think? that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say we're going to go down Canal Street, kidnap a drag queen and force her to wear a sari. Do you know what? They're, not, they're not doing it. Yeah, no. No matter how much you try. Any drag queen, white in particular, because we are an ally. Hmm. White people need allies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we are an ally. Everybody needs please, an ally. Please, please. Let let us put you in a sari. Yes. Come forth and come one and all. Tell They should all come to the Bollywood... Ca- oh, my God, the white drag queens in Manchester should come to your Bollywood cabaret in saris. They should. That'd yeah. be fucking amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Buy a ticket, obviously. Um, no, that's kind of like the unspoken rule that if you're a queen, you're a guest. Oh. See, I would love to have queens as guests to my shows and... Should we have a little section where we've got um, white queens and saris yeah. for the Bollywood Cabaret? Yeah, let's do that. Well, that, but that's the thing. That's the issue is that it's, it's all the capacity is the only yeah, issue. Yeah, I know. Like, like sometimes I'll have people on the guest list, but 
Otherwise, no, like, we don't. Is di- we literally yeah. don't. Oh my god, I got such an angry email the other day saying, "Why aren't the tickets available?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, we sold out." Wow. Um. So you know, I've got that looking. It must be nice. I've got that go- going. I know who me. else can relate to a sold out thing. Let's get into it. Well, do you know she's added? Do you know there's five dates in London now, and she's, they're all sold out, sixty-three thousand each. She's she's a gr- she's a grown woman. We are seeing <clears throat> the queen herself. Beyonce, yes. but not just when we've seen her do Renaissance. Yes, we're seeing that Beyonce. was my little scream from afar. We're seeing Beyonce. <gasps> we saw her in Dubai, she was amazing. Oh, she was phenomenal. <laughs> okay, I should we talk something controversial? It's not controversial though. What are your thoughts on Beyonce performing in Dubai? If not you don't want to answer that question and just want me to answer it, because you know you love me talking on this podcast, and I'm willing to bear that cross. No thoughts. Um, you really want my opinion, right? Okay, I'll give you my opinion. Mm. I think that opinion should be reserved not for white gay people to comment on because they're obsessed with commenting on Beyonce performing in a country where being gay by law is in a, in a certain way. But hello, look at the laws of the land here. Look at the laws of the land in the West. Well, I'm not... Uh, look I'm at not the place in the West. I'm not talking about other people's opinion. I'm talking about your, your opinion. Oh, my opinion. Okay, let's so not your, get into your that. Your opinion is that white people should... should well, okay, okay. I'm delving I'm delving probably five steps forward there. Okay. Okay, let's let's read about my opinion about Beyonce performing in Dubai. Yes. I, I don't have an opinion because I, there's no opinion to be had. I'm a living for how good it looked. Mm. And as a fan of, my God, feed me the fucking vocals, the... The thing is, get your check, mama, and make a production out of it just like you did. Hmm. Like, work, work, and why? Like, yeah, go, go for it. And yeah, that's it. You want my, my simple opinion? Nothing, really. Isn't like- that weird? When you actually break it down hmm. and you drag me away from me throwing shade around and you hmm. really break it down to what is your simple opinion? Yes. Nothing. <laughs> There's no opinion to be had. There you go. What is your simple, short opinion of it? <laughs> My simple, short opinion is the same as I had for the Qatar World Cup. Okay, go on. Beyonce is a heterosexual woman Yeah. who got booked to perform at a private event in Dubai. Uh-huh. She is well within her legal right to do that, okay. despite being a gay icon. Because guess what? She's straight, and straight people exist in Dubai, and... She has a gay fan following and gay people <laughs> very much exist. Oh my God, don't they? Very much exist in Dubai. <laughs> All of the um, British gay model slash influencers go to Dubai and we all know why they go to Dubai. You know, to kind of, um, live on somebody else's expenses. Uh, you know, glorified prostitution and what have you. But And that's fine, you know, to, each, to each their own. But, you know... My my point is that we live in a very complex world. And this is coming from somebody who is of a migrant background, who is gay and came from a cult-like religious family. I can tell you with a degree of confidence that life isn't as simple as, well, they don't accept gay people, so you can't perform there. I, I would argue that may potentially even do more harm than good. Definitely more also, harm. Also, um, I do think it's very interesting that the world's moral compass decided to kick in just as a woman of colour decided to perform in an Islamic country. Um, whereas you don't seem to share the same concern when this nation does business with 
um, Dubai, when our architects go over there to build buildings, when our entertainers go there to perform, you know, uh, even if you take the Israel-Palestine argument, there's, there's, you know, queens from RuPaul's Drag Race who have gone and performed in Israel. There have been queens who have been meaning to perform in Palestine. Now, whichever side of the argument that you're on, you can't do right. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Detox, Willem, they all performed in Dubai. Um, they found out that they couldn't do it whilst cross-dressing, so they had to do it oh, they performed without... In Dubai? Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was yeah. a few years back. There's other uh, trans artists who have been to Dubai or I believe may have even performed in Dubai. You know, life isn't as clean as, and, and linear as you might want it to be. I just, I just think it's quite uh, disappointing that people have clung on to a pop culture moment and decided to throw everything at it. If you really did give a shit about the state of gay people in Dubai, you would do something outside of the, th- oh, I don't know, the 364 days that Beyonce wasn't in Dubai. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And so it's the same with Qatar. Like, I, I, you know, I don't watch football, but I do watch the World Cup this year. I didn't watch the World Cup because it was a bittersweet moment given where it was, but that was my side. In winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that as well, but also, you know, it just didn't quite sit well with me given the fact that it was in Qatar, but that was my silent protest. I didn't go on social media and decide to become an advocate for gay people left, right and centre because guess what, Mary? You know, some of the wealthiest neighbourhoods of this nation are bought out by um, Qatar. This nation does an insane amount of business with Qatar. You're mad at a global franchise of football oh why because it's just hit your ego or whatever mm-hmm. it is what about every other day what about every other day that we do business with that nation why don't you why don't you get the balls to be like do you know what yes we're gonna because we are such a gay center of excellence we are gonna turn qatar and dubai into our legit enemy I'd love to see that happen. Because oh. guess what, Mama? It's never going to happen. Oh, they can't afford for you that know, to happen. Li- li- you know, um, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, revolution is never clean or linear. And we're not looking for a revolution. I don't think we can afford that. We have to change with people's mindsets over time. So a queer icon performing in Dubai, I would argue, is the right thing. It's the right step I forward. I was just going to say that. And so, it literally, I agree with Literally Sorry all the above. Oh my god, I agree with everything. Well done. Well, I, can on you that on No, I want to. Fin- I want to okay. add more though. Go Fuck on. off. Oh, wait, is it a break time? Uh, no, you finish your point and then we'll take a break. No, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Okay, Docs. Well, we are going to take a break and then we are going to come right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hello, we're back. We're back. And I want to dive straight into it. Go on. So, yeah, I completely agree with all your points that you made about, you know, Beyonce in Dubai, you know, and people's morals, moral compasses are, are really interesting. You know, what a lot of people don't realize, they have so much unlearning to do when it comes to um, their moral compass, racism, th- uh, things such as that. And they still don't want to hear that they want to unlearn because, you know, their friend is black or their friend is brown or they follow, they've got a follower that's brown or they know the two South Asians, Amar and Amar, <laughs> you know, they, they still don't want to hear they've got a lot to unlearn. But like you said, all of a sudden, okay, Beyonce's there performing for a hotel. It does so much more progression. The reason why we don't have so much progression is because a lot of people go about it the wrong way. Uh-huh. You know, going on your social media and blasting Beyonce, then buying her tickets a week later, it isn't going to cause progression. You know, true, true are true. In my opinion, true artists and true stars, um, such as Beyonce, serve a purpose way greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. You only have to do a deep dive into the internet for about two, three minutes to see the purpose she's serving mm-hmm. and what she's doing for the black community. You mm-hmm. know, and you know the and the oppressed black women in the world and what she's done to empower them to help them not just empower them money wise as well so i completely agree that beyonce actually going to somewhere like dubai will do so much for the queer people there actually it might help progression mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to law because the law of the land doesn't often um doesn't necessarily um reflect the land itself uh, and the opinions and everything that's happening you know as we mentioned before dubai has so many queer people D- Dubai is the most important thing to Dubai is money, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? As it is everywhere, everywhere, literally. But money talks. Mm-hmm. You think all these people in Dubai care about bloody Abdul and I don't know, name it Tom, fucking. When if they're rich, they're rich, honey. Mm-hmm. Pay money for the bar. No, do you know what I mean? And you've got so many queer people going, but also Beyonce managed to bring. So many people of colour there to network with A-listers, people of colour creatives. And I mean, people with hardly a following online, babe. Mm. People with lost followers and me and you mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. And they got to have their life and opportunities given to them. Mm-hmm. These people of colour never got it. That is, in my opinion, phenomenal, brilliant, incredible and I'm so sorry that Beyonce is not the type of person that needs to go on social media. This is what I love about social media and tell everyone how amazing she is and what she's doing is great. And she's doing this and she's doing X, Y, and Z. And she's trying to make progress for the queer community. She has made so much progress for this community at the right time of doing it. Beyonce is a black woman. She can't just come along at the start of her career and do certain things. Mm-hmm. She has to do things bit by bit by bit for people to listen. And she had to get to a level of so much superstardom that she has to get untouchable mm-hmm. for her to be able to enable her to do these kind of things. I'm sorry that she doesn't scream or shout about all her activism and all her work and everything that she does on Twitter and Instagram like so many people do. Mm-hmm. But you know what? She's sickening and she is mother and she is queen and putting her performance aside. Honestly, I just want to emphasize your point again. Her, as a black woman, as a queer icon, going to a nation where the laws don't favor queer people and performing can only do good in the world. Mm-hmm. If you think, it, and, and on top of that, taking so many people of color with you to give them work and jobs, not just in performance, but people of color to network, who are creatives with A-listers and inviting queer 
influencers from around Dubai to the event as well will only progress places like yeah, mind blowing. A hundred percent. So there's two points to raise with that. I think the first is it kind of ties into what I was uh, I was talking about Beyonce as a person of color. In uh, I, I've known people who've moved to Dubai or they've lived in Dubai, and one of the reasons why they become disenfranchised with Dubai is because of the racism, or at least in certain Middle Eastern countries, colorism. Yeah, colorism for sure. Whereby, um, you know, it's not. I think it's in Qatar as well, where it's unless things have changed now, but it it wasn't uncommon for somebody to get paid about forty percent less mm. than their Arab counterparts or their um, Caucasian counterparts. You know, people were going to an interview and they'd say, "Oh yeah, so this is a salary." Oh, so you're part of Pakistani heritage? Okay, well then this is what it is. And it was like, why? Mm. You know, it's almost institutionalized. So here you have, and, and you know, you have colorism and racism and and all those issues. So here you have a black woman being celebrated by babe literally being put on a pedestal i mean she ele- she levitated she oh. elevated do you know <laughs> what i mean so i think you know that imagery as somebody who's a visual learner you know that is quite profound mm. you know we live in a day and age where that is happening in dubai so yes she didn't have time to get the pride flag out just yet but you know that in itself her being who she is doing what she did is a victory as well you know it's a huge victory the second thing that i wanted to bring up was um the whole concept of the queer community i think what a lot of people forget is that it is a western concept thank you and that is very controversial to say but it is the truth and i think the, and I've read articles on this, actually, and it was as a result of all all uh, the discourse with Beyonce. A lot of the resistance, or at least some of the resistance, isn't just due to religious views. It's, it's due to a pushback in adopting another Western concept. So they may not necessarily be massively against homosexuality or they may accept homosexuality within the realms of their beliefs Mm -hmm. and their laws which are governed by the perceptions of their general public people you know change can happen not necessarily instantly but people people's ability to forgive and forget is mind-blowing you know there's certain nations in europe or uh, you know I, i look at this type of data often and there was this one nation where you know, 70% were against homosexuality and 30%, uh, you know, 28% were favoring it and 2% didn't know, something like that. And then literally in within four or five years, you know, it might have been pressure from the European Union. It may have been that, you know, gay marriage started becoming accepted in other nations. All of a sudden it's flipped. Mm. 70% are for it and only might be RuPaul's Drag Race yeah you just never know it can it it can feel like as if it's overnight right so right now there are many countries with which homosexuality isn't um, accepted within the realms of their beliefs and their society the way their society is shaped up but then on top of that so that's homosexuality right on top of that if you start imposing a pride flag which is a Western concept. And if you start um, talking queerness and queer culture and voguing and uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, th- we have to remind ourselves that, yes, it is enjoyed the world over, but it was it was birthed out of the West. Mm. And 
people who are older than us who live in the east or in south asia they may they may have a very cynical view of what comes out of the west guess what due to its troubled history well, of course they do oh my so, god so i would, they would i'd be like get so away then people see it as wait is this another nationalist cult that they've created what is this and you know that and it's because of you could call it ignorance but then also you can you can you can just call it resistance to a western concept so then it's like well why do we so then you know with india it's really interesting because they do have their prides and they do have their parades but i do always like it best when they incorporate their own south asian heritage within it because i think that makes the experience authentically queer you know and i th- and I, I i think yes the movements in the west do help towards acceptance but you must understand as to where some of the resistance comes from do you know what i i love that point that you made because i think you're completely right you know the resistance will come and you the west should not be surprised yeah. that the resistance comes i mean look what the i mean let's not de- let's not deep delve into history but come yeah, on sure i'm not course. surprised but it's so interesting you call you know it's queer culture Mm-hmm. It's something that's been cultivated, mm-hmm. you know, over some time, and it's a culture. Now, for me, mine is my South Asian heritage is my culture, mm-hmm. you know? And it's a recent thing of the last year, you know, because I feel like over the years, queer culture has been pushed on me as well. Really? And over the last six months, a year, I'm like, okay, how about I tap into my South Asian heritage and culture? Mm-hmm. And in, within that, I can be gay, I can be flamboyant, I can be um, whatever I want to be within that. So why do I need to tap into a queer culture when I can already be everything I'm allowed to want to be in mine? I mean, you've only got to switch on a Bollywood to see it. People say, Bollywood, <laughs> do you know, do you know, and, and maybe I need to, Bollywood's queer as fuck. No, 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 mama. That, that it's not queer as fuck. It is inherently South Asian. Mm. It's South Asian as fuck. Mm. It's brown as fuck. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's the, that the, the campiness is just part. It, of... it, it just happened. It's interesting. It just the the West have found a word for it. Well, you know, and 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 and, and the it, language but... for it. But it is what it is, and like well, you just need to tap into that. And you know, I completely agree. Yeah, why why wouldn't um, these nations be resistant to anything from the West? You know, what if they're happy to live? In, um, oh, what if in some places they're happy to live in their homosexuality? equal as their heterosexuality Mm. and there was just no language form for it because there was no oppression towards any of it and they were just living free and gender free and sexuality free once upon a time and they were living they were living completely free of all that yeah so why did they need to adopt a queer culture when before the british colonized they were free of all of it many nations were many nations were free and i mean you know when we went to turkey we came across the term heteroflexibility i know um whereby men were heterosexual from a societal standpoint, but everybody knew and they were perfectly fine doing what they did on and, the and side. And someone was like, no, they need a different label for it. No, th- let them have their label for it. Like you, yeah. like the West can have their label for it. Oh, 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 well, that's a Western label, but yeah, again, they, go, don't but you know, la- but they, they don't, don't have a label They don't actually, no, it. you're right. Um, and, you know, it's fairly common in Pakistan as well, um, actually, now that I think about it. And... Some people say it's due to a lack of availability of women. Um, I don't think that's entirely... Well, nothing can ever be entirely true. Do you know what I mean? So, you know... And I heard some other drag queens, uh, very prominent drag queens, talk about it as well um, in the West, actually. And what they said was, 
it's so interesting because they wonder as to whether they would be a little bit more it whether they would be a little bit heterosexual had the queerness not been so severely imposed mm. upon them. So it can work. It can work in a, a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, if if nobody's straight and everybody's on the spectrum, then nobody's gay. Then all the labels cease to exist. Uh, yeah. Now that will cause a problem with a lot of people because without the labels, a lot of people will struggle with their existence and their <laughs> ego. <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah, everyone sure. wants to be some kind of oppressive star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in some sure. kind of way. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have our Instagram and we talk about life from the perspective oh, yeah, of, course. of a gay South Asian married couple. But I feel more connected to your spirit than your gender. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it, Do you know what yeah, I mean? You have a spiritual and, connection. And I, yeah. and I always joke with you. I'm like, if you ever identified as a different uh, gender, I'd still love you. Yeah, I'd yeah, still yeah. be with you. Um. But that's just us. That's just our our story. But yeah, it's, so it's just it's just really really interesting. Life isn't as clear cut as as people would like it. And I think people who are really bystanders who just happen to have a keyboard in front of them can come up with these sort of revolutionary statements that they really don't know much context. Honestly, about they they really don't. And you know what? Can I say something? If it was Sam Smith going to perform in Dubai and waving a pride flag. Everyone, you'd all be clapping. Yeah, yeah. It's the truth. Sure, for sure, yeah. And you're like, no, we, yeah, you would be. Yeah, of course. Well, okay, let's just backtrack a little bit. <laughs> because on. Kylie Minogue did perform there last year. No one cared. Nobody cared. There we go. Nobody cared that Kylie Nobody Minogue cared. performed there for New Year. And, as and they then, shouldn't care. She's not the only one. There's, uh, I think Elton John performed there. Yeah, so it's interesting did. you mentioned Sam Smith because Elton John mm-hmm. um, performed mm, there uh, it, not too long ago. And you It's know, hard because Beyonce, can I say something? The truth of the matter is... Regardless if you're a fan, if you're, I mean, you're not a stan or anything. No. You love her artistry as an artist as well. But yeah. like. Yeah, I'm not a hardcore it, it, fan, it, but I do love but, her as But well. like, I think it's really hard when it's very clear and very obvious that she is one of the greatest living performers right now. You know, and she is go and she's such an incredible artist and performer. You don't need to be the biggest fan in the world. I mean, it's hard. Look how much the world wanted to tear down Michael Jackson, yeah. <laughs> for yeah, example. Yeah, I think, I think I, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily to do with her level of stardom personally. I think it's the it's the color of her skin. Oh, yeah. I think people... No, no, that's what... That, I was going to add that onto yeah, it. As okay. in, like, because she's such a big star who, hap- who happens to be black and a woman, that's tough for people. Yeah, that is tough. Yes, it could be, but I don't even... I, I, I don't think it's to do with how big of a star she is. I just think it's because she, I, because of the color of her skin. And that I, makes and it I'm worse. not, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about racism. Yeah. I'm talking racial bias. Yeah. Whereby, if you have a white person doing the same thing, they are not held to the same standard as a person no, of color not. will. They're really not. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, but that is what happens even on a societal level, whether it's in an office job or whether you're calling somebody in for a disciplinary. Every day. The likelihood of you doing it to somebody who looks similar to you is a lot less than it is if they look different to you. Mm-hmm. And I think in the West, because we have a lot more white people in the West than we do black people, racial bias will exist you are going to have an affinity towards people who look similar to you i.e kyle minogue or elton john than you will to a beyonce that is just a reality of society but it's up to us (laughs) it's up to us as evolved human beings to counter that racial bias and to you know before you click on a keyboard just sit back and think to yourself 
why is it bothering me so much that Beyonce's performing there? I like that question. And why why is, it, is it bothering me so yeah. much? And why was I not as bothered because Kylie Minogue um, performed there? Mm. And yes, I get Beyonce's a huge star. She Yes, she is, but it's not like Kylie Minogue's... Oh my God, Kylie Minogue's the showgirl. On the, it's not like Kylie Minogue's on the street corners in <laughs> Sydney going, buy my CD. Do you know what I mean? It's Kylie. Yeah, it is Kylie Minogue. So everybody, it's, let's just calm down. Yeah, it is Kylie at yeah. the end of the day. But yeah, you know what? All in all, Stan Beyonce, Stream Renaissance, she should have won Grammy for the album of the year, end of. What did you think of the Grammys? Oh, I don't, I don't watch it or anything. No, in terms of like the results and stuff. Um, I thought that it was great until the album of the year, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. So uh, correct decisions made this yeah, year. Yeah, um, album of the year. Um, by the way, and I'm not one of those gays that are like, oh, I hate Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. I think Harry Styles is a fantastic artist. I think Harry Styles was a great album. I probably would have um, put it as my runner-up album of the year um, in that lineup personally. Mm-hmm. I think Renaissance should have been album of the year because Renaissance impacted the world it's going to leave a legacy it's impacted the world you know i need to find it but jay-z did an interview and he summarized why renaissance should have been album of the year and the way he summarized it i couldn't do any better mm. it was phenomenal it, it it was a movement it was a culture it was a reset it was i mean do we really go back like clubs were playing the album from front to back yes back to front yes that but... kind of shit and like it really was a moment and it still is a moment in time and i can't i've got goosebumps thinking about the fact that we're gonna go to the renaissance it's not we're gonna go and see this album live and being in that stadium with all those people it's gonna be fucking magic yes but beyonce made a mistake with that album didn't she go on what was it she wasn't targeting drug taking disenfranchised youth Oh. Because if she was, she would have won album of the year. T. <laughs> I love Harry Styles. I know why I listen to him. I, I listen to them. They're phenomenal. I, it's a great album, but you know, um, it panders to a younger TikTok yeah. audience. Yeah. And you know, it's more of a popularity vote than anything, but you know, whatever. It's fine. It's it's a, cool. He's a great artist. Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's a great artist. But it's not album of the year. Uh, Beyonce should have been album it's of the year. A, it's, it, Okay, even if, even if you take Beyonce out, I don't think that was I don't think Harry Styles' album was album of the year. Who should have won it then? If it wasn't Beyonce, who were the who was in the lineup? Um, other people. Oh, The Weeknd made a really good album last year. Kendrick Lamar was in the lineup. Was Adele in the lineup? Yeah, Adele could have. They could have mm. given it to Adele. Nah, that it wasn't album of the year. <sighs> even you know that. I didn't listen to it. The only full album of Adele I've listened to is the first one, which I loved. And then the second one, which I thought was phenomenal. After that, I've just listened to a handful of songs mm. of her songs. Harry's House was a good album. We, um, en- we enjoyed Harry's House. Yeah, we did. We went to the Harry's House really concert. Good. It was phenomenal. But Renaissance, stream Renaissance for clear skin, everyone. <laughs> stream Renaissance for a good life. Yes. And we see you. We see you people coming for Beyonce, for coming for Dubai, and then buying tickets for her gig. That's what happens. That's the tea. But do you know what? Can I say something? You can go on the internet. You can do your keyboard, smeeboard, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? Who wins in the end? Beyonce. Well, it's really interesting you say that. Actually, I've got two points come, come up. Okay, then we head. can wrap We can wrap it up then. I was just uh, listening to an interview by uh, from Silky Nutmeg. Gunner. I love Silky. Gorgeous drag queen. Who followed right? us recently? Oh, did she? On Instagram, yeah. Have we slid into her DMs? Yeah, we've had little exchanges. Oh, how nice. Anyway, um... She was saying how, like, people were commenting absolute crap on one of her videos. 
it was like I received like a million hateful comments or whatever. But then she figured that you can actually monetize on it because I think it increased her views or God knows what. So she was like, fine. She was like, carry on, love. I don't care. So it's interesting that because you do end up winning at the end. But then not only that, people were buying her merchandise to burn it. And she was like, you want to buy my merch? Do whatever Pop you want off. with it. And it really reminded me of uh, the time when Elvis Presley's manager sold I Hate Elvis Presley badges and they sold out. Um, so he was making money both ways. And it's the same thing here. It's like, oh, you hate me. It's absolutely fine. I'm monetizing off it. So it's wild. It's a wild, wild place. It's like, it's like buy a ticket to a Buster show if you hit her. Sit there and give her a look. Buy a ticket, love. Yeah, well, oh, and some people and do. And some people do. And some people do. Some people will come <laughs> with this cynical face. I remember there was these two girls who once came. And they came for the purpose of leaving me a bad review, which they did. And I got rid of because, uh, listen, my, my shows are very much North Korea. I control <laughs> the yeah, narrative. 18 plus as well. That like they sat in a corner not facing me and then left a review saying that I made them uncomfortable. And I'm like, you didn't even see the show. Like people come with you barely heard the show from where you were sat. Um, And then the last thing that I was going to talk to you about was um, Sam Smith, Kim Petras. Did Kim Petras win a Grammy or did Sam give their Grammy to Kim? It was both their song. So they both won a Grammy, but Sam Smith allowed Kim to make the speech. Oh, I thought... As the first transgendered artist to win that Grammy. I thought they just gave it to Kim. No, no, no. They so didn't. is Kim a Grammy-winning artist now? Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> unfortunate. I don't, I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> that song is terrible, honey. Oh, the song. Oh, yeah. The song is terrible. Oh, my God, that performance. Do you know what? We, I saw, we saw Sam Smith years ago. Incredible voice. Incredible artist. Yes. These recent performances have just not been it. Well, the voice has become a lot more nasally. Yeah. Uh, the voice has got more strain on it. It, it. it definitely has. It sounds like as if there's more sort of pressure on the throat, maybe. I think Listen. sometimes when you have more pressure on the throat, mm. you, eventually you, you compensate it by singing through the nose kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, the concert that we went to, they were phenomenal. They were absolutely... It was very like James Bond yeah. kind of uh, suit and everything. That was Years really ago cool. now, wasn't it? To be honest with you, I know they get um, uh, ragged for their <laughs> stage performances, but I live... I, I To me, it gives me like... It's nostalgic, like... I mean, this is shade, but it doesn't I mean know where you're going with this, and like, it's shady as fuck. Like CBBC, <laughs> like Noel's... Uh, but that's not what they're going for, honey. The, what is it called? Noel Fielding? Uh, no... Mr. Blobby and oh the... Oh, my God. Do you know those days when Baby, it was like... you heard yourself. This is shade. It's not shade. I, mean, I used to feel so happy seeing that. As it was a like, kid. Yeah, it's like a bit of fun and it's like away with the fairies kind of thing. I love that. I thought their performance was fab. You just compared their performances to Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby's an icon, I'll have All you right. know. I will anyway, you, before you get cancelled. I will not have you disrespect. Listen, Mr. Blobby was a pop culture icon. Sam Smith is a pop culture icon. Uh, no, they are a pop culture icon. Uh, they are. Maybe for a certain demographic of people. I don't know why you hate Sam very, Smith so much. Um, let's not get into the Sam Smith discourse because I've got a lot to say about what Sam Smith represents. Well, these used to be hour-long episodes. We can make it an hour-long episode. Um, I, I can't. Girl. Girl. Mess. Sam Smith is a parent-like figure to me. How dare you? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know I, I don't. don't. Give, I don't give I really a shit. Do. I really don't. Sam Smith represents um, represents the people that they serve within the queer community. 
and it is that queer white demographic that is desperate to be oppressed. So, oh you know God. what? Be oppressed. Take my oppression. I don't want it. I don't want it, honey. Take you, it. Yeah. Take my oppression. I don't want it. Yeah. Take my oppression, honey. Take it. I, I really, really, really don't want it. But I guess it's part of the human experience, isn't it? In terms of people wanting to face adversity in order to um, progress. That's I, very true. Yeah. You can't take adversity away. I do. Th- I, I do think in the long run, though, I think some things do more harm than good. I, I think that um, this idea of queerness um, has been used as, you know, I am the number one form of, of oppressed person. Yes. And I think it's damaging to society in the long run. I don't think it does the LGBTQ community any favors in the long run. Um, especially when it comes to progression um, and, and all that. There's, oh my God, this is such a long discourse I go into. And a lot of people will probably dislike me for it because I'm a brown person saying it. Um, but it's fine because... No, we hate you anyway. Yeah, exactly. But it's fine because I, I don't. I just don't... You, you're not... This whole oppression Olympics thing. And so Samsung does serve a purpose to the community and does represent a huge sector of the queer uh, white community that want to play oppression Olympics and be at the front of the oppressive queue. And my opinion is, please go ahead and be it. I don't want to be oppressed. Stay in your struggle. I don't want to struggle. Hmm. I, want, I want to thrive, honey. You got all that from one song? Not from one song, from a lot of things. Oh, okay. From a Didn't lot of things. Didn't they say that they were the first gay person to win a certain award? Was it last year? And everyone was like, Elton John did that years ago. Oh, they, said, they say a lot of things that I don't pay attention to. Was it an Oscar? I don't know. Something they say, like they say a lot of things that I don't pay attention to. Remember mm. that video going around them when they were giving abuse to that teenager, fam? Oh, when they were walking? Yeah. Uh, well, they were... It wasn't Sam who was giving the abuse. It was somebody... It was Sam and the friend. It was the friend. And we know the friend, don't we? Well, we don't know them. We know of them. No, I don't know of them. We know... They know of us, We guys. know of they them know of well. Us. <laughs> no, they know of us, honey. I don't know of them. Who are they? Mm. Um, but anyway, Sam has a great voice. Well, did have a great voice. And I hope that voice comes back. And like I say, they, they do serve uh, a purpose and they do represent a community. But do you know what? I like my superstars, like Beyonce. One thing that Sam has is a phenomenal PR team. Oh, honey. When the record, do you know when there was a, a huge dip in record sales, weren't there for Sam? That right. a lot of people don't want to talk about. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, a lot changed after that. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw just one thing and I was like, wait, this person is everywhere. The PR team's magic. And I, and, I, and I was like, but I don't really see this person giving out opinionated interviews everywhere. No. And, I, and I realized that the whole discourse around Sam Smith is very much manufactured. Oh, yeah. And it's something that will... I don't know. It'll be a bit of a Demi Lovato. But, but where it'll, where, yeah, it'll, we'll, it'll, we're it'll talk- be a, a bit of a Katy Perry. It'll be like, okay, yes, this is what I'm feeling. And then it'll all just go away. And, um, you know, the society is wonderful in forgetting stuff. And then we'll forget that it ever happened. No, I, I agree with you. And we had our, we had an interesting conversation about how Sam's aesthetic is different in so many different places. Yeah. Uh, as well, depending on the audience, that you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. But like, it is just so intriguing watching and again it's got us talking about it and this is exactly what the thing is this is why i try to avoid discourse on online about it as much yeah because um good or bad equal sales i mean we're acting like this is wild we're acting like sam is this really oppressed minority 
and this is what is wild to me. They come from an affluent background, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so Sam comes from a, a rich, is it a middle-class background? They originally didn't get a record deal until their parents stepped in, churned some money, they kicked the toys out of the pram, they got what they wanted. They went, did they go to a private school as well? They come yeah, from, I yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a multi-millionaire oh, background. There we go. I didn't want to mention that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's very. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. And um, there's a, I'm researching into it, there's a little bit of corruption around how they got their record deal. And a, a, a lot of it, yeah, just corruption everywhere. There's corruption there. everywhere. But a lot of it does come from kicking toys out of a pram. But I'm glad they got a record deal because the bitch is talented. Can write, can sing really well. Do you know what I mean? I, the pre, the first few albums I really liked. Okay. Um, went to see them on tour. They were really good that time. Yes. Um, <laughs> they're, they're really I'm trying to, I'm trying to rein it in. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it is. Yeah, we are acting like this is the most oppressed person in the world. And again, it just is a reminder of, I'm just going to keep tapping into my heritage, my power, my strength, and going in my lane because I'm like, I don't want to get bogged down by this struggle. Yeah. I've got my own. No, I, actually, I don't want struggles. Yeah, well, people can get that way, can't they? They can. <laughs> There's a lot more I'm going to could say about it, but I'm not going to. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Sam, if you're listening, we know you are. Congratulations on your Grammy and well done on sharing it with Kim Petras. And, you know, congratulations to you and the community that you represent. I'm sure it means a lot to them. Me, personally, mm. I don't I don't see people in any way. I just... <laughs> you don't you see know, people? I just don't see people, you know. Full you stop. win, you don't. It's everything. <laughs> I'm joking. But, um, yeah, I think we should wrap it there. I think we should too. Anywho. Yes, peace and blessings to everyone. Positive thinking and drink plenty of water. We love you, but, but you, you don't, don't love me. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. <laughs>